presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. Now, along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. And good evening, everybody. Welcome into another weekly Buckeye Roundtable show after Ohio State improves to 5-0 and following a 37-17 win over Maryland on Saturday. Joined, as always, by former OSU All-American NFL All-Pro Jim Lachey. Great to see you. Good to see you, Skipper. It feels like fall. Love this love this oh, time of yes. year. Hall of Fame broadcaster, longtime voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Happy Columbus Day, Ohio. Hall of Fame coach, former Ohio State coach, John Cooper. And boy, it's always a great Monday evening when we get to spend a couple hours talking football with Coach Cooper. Great to be back. Thanks a lot. Coach Ryan Day will join us coming up in just a bit. But uh, Coach Cooper, you're the only one in this room that can answer this question. How do you drown out the noise of people complaining about a 20-point win? At, at the Ohio State University, you don't. You don't even try because you ain't going to get there. I'm telling you, every, unless you go undefeated, they're gonna, you're not going to please everybody. And even then it you might know. be an issue. And Woody didn't do it, and Earl didn't do it, and I didn't do it, and Trussell didn't do it, and, 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 and who, who are we talking about didn't do it. And and we're not doing it now. And we're not going to do it. Absolutely. And the next coach is not going to do it. No. <laughs> Just win them all and win them all by 50 and then still to find something to complain about. Yeah, Jim Lachey, we'll talk about the running game throughout the show, but what aren't we seeing from the offensive line? Can't get to the second level. It's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, they can, and, and sometimes they're having, a, uh, you know, a problem with the, the first level of the, you know, the defensive line, the defensive tackle. So it, it has been a constant problem. We talked about that week two, week three. Uh, you know, the ability to maintain your block on a defensive tackle, take him to that second level. So when you don't get movement, you got a couple of stalemates, guys are waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden the, the, the linebacker runs by you. Uh, it's something they got to get fixed because right now it's not working. Uh, and, you know, we were even saying in the second half, maybe we should just throw the ball every play because running the ball wasn't working. Paul, some strange things right out of the gates on Saturday. We had we had a drone. And by the way, we verified it was real because there was an arrest uh, this, this afternoon about that. But uh, what we thought at the time was a botched fake punt that was really a botched snap. Uh, I mean, give Ohio State, do you give Ohio State credit for digging themselves out of a hole or credit Maryland for providing the shovel in which to dig it? Uh, a little of both, but mostly you give Ohio State credit. And Ryan Dayskip talked about it after the game. The team showed poise. They showed they didn't get flustered. Um, and you wonder, too, coaches probably... Probably on Coach, you probably went through this as well. Coaches like to have ammunition. They don't want a team, even though they're undefeated, to get too fat and happy. Well, Lord knows there's some ammunition here for this team. But, yeah, there was, you know, a, a better team than Maryland could have made them pay for it. And, fortunately, Ohio State did what they needed to do to get out of that hole. But, hey, we're 5-0. and We won that game 37-17, to and a lot of people are complaining about it. I know. Crazy, uh, isn't uh, it, Coach? But, hey, watch, watch, watch national TV. Some of those, te- some of those teams that – we thought we were pretty good, have already lost a game or two. Well, that's why you play four quarters, too, you exactly. know, because you exactly. had to do it. You know, exactly. and, and at, at that game, we didn't start leading until the third quarter, and they needed all of that. So they were able to pour it in, overwhelm them. Hey, credit the defense for making yes. adjustments and getting some stops there. You know, they could have gave up a touchdown when when uh, Jones made a nice catch down to the, you know, inside the 10-yard line. They were able to hold, hold them to a field goal. Uh, and then, you know, they scored. Uh, Josh Proctor, again, they got a stop, mm-hmm. and, and he took it in and, you know, made it 10-7. So, we, impressive. We all, we all know we can play better, but there wasn't one minute in that ball game mm-hmm. where, when all of us felt that we're going to lose a game. 
And we're, we're going to win the game. I mean, it's just got to, when is it going to turn on? Exactly, You're hoping it was going exactly, to turn on. Exactly. Lots to dissect the next two hours. Fans, you can win a catered party for up to 20 people, including an appearance from a former Buckeye player at your home for an away game this season. It's the Giant Eagle Ultimate Buckeye Home Gate presented by Rice Krispies and Coca-Cola. Register today at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash home gate for your chance to win. Saturday, Ohio State will be at Purdue. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. Like we said, lots to d- dissect from Saturday. We'll break it down in our 60-second timeout as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price Eco Advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Your home team at AgPro is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And when it comes to the hard yardage, a John Deere compact tractor is unbeatable. With dozens of attachments, you can outfit your team player exactly how you want. We carry additional product lines coupled with knowledgeable and friendly parts, service, and sales staff. Visit your home team John Deere dealer at one of our 35 Ohio locations or visit us at agproco.com. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey there, Buckeye fans. Coach Day here. When you're getting ready for game day, make sure you start with the Kroger app. The app gives you easy access to weekly sales and personalized coupons, and you can earn fuel points too. And best of all, when you shop with the app, you'll enjoy the same low prices you'd find in-store. So check out the app and save while you're cheering us on to another great season. Kroger. Fresh for everyone, and go Buckeyes. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio Sports Destination. This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. 
Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeyes are known for paying it forward. That's why Buckeyes Care strives to serve the betterment of our community by positively impacting families across Ohio. Join partners American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center, the James Cancer Hospital, Huntington Bank, and WBNS-TV in Columbus in supporting this cause at Ohio State Buckeyes. Buckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. Buckeye Roundtable. 60-second timeout. Let's begin tonight with our Napa rushing report. Napa, get up and go. Excluding the sacks, Ohio State just 82 yards on the ground Saturday. If you include them, just 62 at under two per. Jim, we have to start with you on this. Was Maryland doing anything? Were they stacking the box? Were they doing anything to, to confuse Ohio State? Or were they just... Flat out is more physical. What they were doing, Skip, is we weren't blocking the linebackers. So they were pretty much running free. And when you don't block linebackers, you know, good linebackers like Ruben Hippolyte is a four-year starter, number 11, kind of ran downhill a little bit. Uh, Wheatland, number 44, also has been playing well, you know, run to downhill. Those are tackles you can make. Uh, If you can't get to that second level and block those guys, it's going to be really hard. And, again, we had some penetration it just wasn't looking good at all. We could get anything, you know, going in that running game, and it's something that it's not. It's not the first time, you know. We again, Notre Dame, we didn't run well, well, but then we busted one for sixty-one. And sometimes you need that. You need to bust a big one, but we we didn't get anything. Really, our longest gain in this was eleven yards, and that came in, I think, in the third or fourth quarter uh, that Chip Trainum had. So. We need to continue to work on that, and it's not there right now. Did not having Travion Henderson, a healthy Travion, be, be available? Did that help contribute to any of this? Well, you sure don't know, Skip. And you know, as Jim said, he broke that big one at Notre Dame. Uh, but it's been a trend that we've seen, and you know, a lot of we we know these running backs, whether it's Travion, whether it's Mayan Williams. Uh, Chip Trainum, we've not seen break a long one, but we've seen him make productive runs. So you don't know if that would have made a difference or not, but it, it does have people kind of looking at the front five in front of them. What surprised me a little bit, they they did not cover, they didn't look to me like they covered Harrison. Normally, you're going to put two guys on him. Right. You take two guys out of that defense and put them on one wide receiver, you ought to be able to run the ball. But they weren't doing that. That's the reason we threw the ball very effectively. But they ganged up on us a little bit with, you know, stop a running game. Yeah, they put an extra guy sometimes in the mm-hmm. box. But, it, you know, that's a, depending on formation. If, you're, if Ohio State's in 12 personnel, then, you know, they're going to react accordingly. But, you know, it is, you know, it's part of that is to get some one-on-one coverage on the outside. And, you know, taking that shot, the uh, 58-yarder, that could have been a 90-yarder uh, mm-hmm. to Marvin Harrison, you know, is, is, is an example thing, of that. So far, they haven't been able to, they haven't had to account for our quarterback carrying a football. Not yet, no. Nope. You know, and, and that that'll happen later on. Our quarterback, there will be some divine, design plays where the quarterback keeps the ball, like like CJ did against Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see that later on in the season. And Coach Cooper, would you? It's safe to assume that's what Ohio State wants, is it not? Is is having Marvin Harrison one on one? Yeah, get him one one on one. It's like you saw Saturday. Yeah. He's going to win the game for you. Yeah, and he's going to make a lot of plays, and he yeah, did. Absolutely. I mean, eight catches, another hundred yard game. Uh, you know, the, the one on the sideline where you know, it, had, it had to be a great throw. I mean, sure. there's a tight, tight window there. And, and he even fought off, I think, a little bit of a defensive hold, uh, you know, by the defensive back pass interference. And he still made a catch. It didn't matter. Safe to assume, Paul, that uh, Ohio State might see similar sorts of looks from upcoming defenses. <laughs> it's a copycat sports skip. You know that. Most likely that's going to happen. But also, Coach, as, as Coach Cooper talked about, too, you'll see some other people double Marvin Harrison because... 
And if he's one-on-one, that ball's going to go to number 18 a lot. All right. Up next, we asked about this last week. Again, we're old. Okay, we're <laughs> up early, ready to go. These are college kids. We, we talked about the early start and asked about the early start. Did that have anything to do with the sluggishness from Ohio State's early offense? Early start and coming off a of bye week, yeah. too. Uh, I, you know? I, I think everybody likes early starts. Yes. You know, I, I know my son does, and that's 11 a.m. Uh, <laughs> out there in the central time zone, and, and he loves that, getting up and going. I think a majority of the guys do. It might be you know, a handful that don't, but waiting around the hotel and having extra meetings and all that stuff is not, because it's not like you're laying in bed sleeping, Skip, you know, until 11 o'clock and, and trotting over there. You're up early, you're doing other stuff, you're moving around. They're trying to keep you busy, you know, you meet to meet type things. Everybody would like to get on the bus and go to the stadium as soon as possible. I think I, I like one o'clock cut starts, but I guarantee you, if you start at twelve, you got to be ready to play. That's, Absolutely, that's not it, it excuse matter. at all. These no. guys should be and ready. They got they got a few of those coming up, so they better yes, be. they do better. It's going to be rinse and repeat this week. Uh, uh, one group that was definitely ready to go is the Buckeye defense. Really helped energize the sluggish start offensively. Josh Proctor's pick six needed in the worst way, but just overall the way the defense has played against the Terrapin offense that we know that can move the football, especially through the air. I think the defense certainly was a big part of why, if not the, the biggest part, why Ohio State won this football game. And you mentioned it, Skip. The pick six by Josh Proctor. The interception to Lathan Ransom had came on one of those plays where we had seen Talia Tungavailoa roll out of trouble, throw the ball down, and hit people. So uh, the, no question, and you know, while everybody's bemoaned a little bit the lack of sack numbers, the lack of explosive plays by the offense has been the trade-off. Coach Cooper, yeah, to take it back to, to when you were here as far as what you wanted defensively, and are we seeing, it's hard to compare, it's, you can't say similarly, but at least improvement than what we've seen the last couple of seasons. I, I, thought, I thought we were more, very, much more aggressive this week than we have been. I thought the secondary was solid. I didn't see us. I didn't see us, you know, give up any big plays. They were in good position all the time. They made good open field tackles. We haven't given up a big play around here on defense in a long time. No, and that's the trend I was just going to talk about. In this game, we had a, they had a 26-yard reception at Jayshon Jones that we talked about, and then Roman Hemby had a 17-yarder. That's it. That's the two big plays that they had. Now, they had another 24-yard reception in there, so a couple big plays, but not the 30, not the 40, not the 70 uh, to the house type things. And if you can keep them in front of you, you can make tackles. And, again, that comes down to tackling. Our guys have been good yeah. tackles. Uh, and their, quarter, their quarterback, isn't he about the third-best quarterback in the league? I would think so. At I would least, think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would yeah. think so, yeah. I All mean, right. he can make some plays, and you can see it. he can do it with his feet. And he wanted to do that a little bit more, I mean, with his feet. And we was able to tackle him. All right. We mentioned last segment just some strange things, especially in the first half. Let's get into some Maryland decisions here. They were in a position to kick a field goal to take the lead going into halftime, but throws the ball over the middle in the red zone. Time runs out on them. Was that the play call? I'm sure it wasn't. And you could see Mike Loxley's reaction on the sideline. He was not happy with how that happened. And if I'm not mistaken, the play before, they had thrown to the sideline. They did. And so, yeah, that that was just a a brain fart on somebody's part. Mostly, you know, Tulia Tungavailoa, all the great things he did, that was not one that I'm sure he'd like to have that one back. Yeah, I believe the tight end. You throw that one about a mile up in the stands. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) Coach. Yeah, I thought the tight end hit, you know, they hit one right near the sideline, so they kind of really got him in really, you know, Good makeable, position. real makeable yeah. field goal. It was around the 20, 23-yard line. Mm-hmm. And then the next pass was in bounds. And we, we were saying, no timeouts. If it's in, you know, you got to keep them in bounds. There's no way. To and get that remind you of Michigan team. State a bunch of years ago yeah. with John L. Smith? Yeah. 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 That's why, guys, you got to save your timeouts. Save your timeouts. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard game. to. Yeah. Now, again, 
sometimes you'll give up five yards right mm-hmm. for delay a game to save a timeout, right? Oh, exactly. I, yeah, yeah, I'm aware they're in field goal range. Right. Yeah, we, we're going to kick a 25 yarder or 30 yarder. Yeah. They're in range. Right. Everybody's got a good field goal kick. The other decision: Maryland was down 10, 10 minutes to play. They go for it on fourth down at their own 32. I mean, the game was essentially over when they didn't make it. But exactly. just just about that decision right there. You know, and you wonder if it's because of all of the things well that they have been doing offensively coming into this game and a few of them into this game. But yeah, that that one was very questionable also because then it gives Ohio State a short field and really a chance to continue to manipulate Well, the you almost wonder Maryland was thinking if we don't get this, the offense has been hot already. They're going to probably score no matter what. So, you know, trying to keep the ball away, trying mm-hmm. to take a chance to keep the ball away for it's another series chance. or, if you, you know, to take it down. But it's a lot, It's high risk. It is. But, you know, you've seen that. You can sometimes in college football going for it on fourth down and, you know, that fourth down that we stopped them in the first half, that's the first time they've been stopped all year. We stopped them twice. When I, when, I, when they did that, I said, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home. You got a new car turn the radio on. Door. I'm going to beat right. the crowd and get out of here and go home. All right, next. This is an easy one. Penalties. 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 Mm. Ten for Ohio State. You're almost always going to get a few, but the key to work on bringing that number down, especially when you hit the road this week. Absolutely. It's something that, you know, we've seen it over the course of recent years where the, the huge number of them, and even earlier this year, it became a little bit of an issue. Fortunately, they weren't penalties that cost them. You know, we all chuckled when they had the penalty that took away the touchdown and they ran the same play and scored the <laughs> touchdown again. And uh, you, you you could tell too, and I, you know, Coach Day said he did get out there and run with the players for getting the uh, second sideline warning. Yeah, and again, it's it, I think this a fishing crew was a, was a uh, bad a oh, big, I think it was a Big 12 crew. <laughs> I think there was a connection to the Georgia game. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, yes. I, I think they're, because again, they're adding these teams from the big, or for the yeah. Pac-12, I should say, uh, that they added some officials from that, and it was yeah. a Pac-12 crew, and, and, you know, they were doing that game, and you're right, I, there's, there seemed to be some history between Coach Day and some uh-huh. of those guys, you know, we'll have to ask him that sometime uh-huh. this week. Uh-huh. Uh, but it, it just seemed like there no was. comment. No comment. You know what's coming. But Coach Cooper, you, you know you know darn well penalties will kill you, especially on the road. Unexcused for lining up offside, getting to play in late, that yeah. kind of stuff. You save your timeouts. Right. Save your timeouts. You're going to need them in a tough ball game late in the game yeah. when the, when you decide whether you're going to go for it or kick a field goal or whatever. But to the letter of the law, you know Xavier was leaning forward a little bit. It's just don't get caught a lot. No. Rarely. All right, last thing, real quickly, rate the opponent. We brought this up last week as well. Maryland was really in the same position a year ago when they went to Ann Arbor and gave Michigan all they wanted. Mistakes hurt them then. They lose a one-score game up in Ann Arbor last year. Here they lose by 20. How good are the Terps? Well, offensively, I think they're as good as advertised, except they didn't run probably as well as they had. Defensively, they didn't play the way they had all season. And, of course, Ohio State has a lot to do with that. But a lot of what it allowed Maryland... To have success early on, getting turnovers. They had had 13 turnovers. They had snagged from opponents, not getting any. So better, I mean, good offensively, still to be determined if they've improved a lot defensively. Yeah, I think Coach Loxley said in the postgame, hey, they didn't have the explosive plays that they had. You know, we talked about that. Ohio State's defense did a good job of limiting the explosive plays. And then, you know, on the other side, they gave up a few of those uh, with their defense. And they've been doing a good job. And then didn't get the takeaways. You know, they, they've... They turned the ball over. Uh, they're, they're the team the first week that was plus nine in the turnover mm-hmm. margin, and you know they ended up losing that battle, and, and it cost them a game. Their, their margin for victory is what they did the first five weeks against those opponents. It, it's real slim when you come against Ohio State. How good are they, Coach Cooper? M- middle of the road, average, 
Big Ten football team. All right, we'll break down what happened this past weekend around the Big Ten. That is next as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Come on over to Heartland and join our family. Did the pandemic eliminate quality customer service? Well, many places it did, but not here at Heartland Bank. Imagine getting top quality service and good advice as well to help you down life's road. It's community banking, and it's alive and well in the Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Fair banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. When you need urgent care and you need it fast, where you go makes all the difference. When you choose advanced urgent care from the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, you're choosing an advanced level of urgent care led by Ohio State emergency physicians. We offer walk-in treatment for more serious illnesses and injuries such as broken bones, abdominal pain, and pneumonia, all with shorter wait times and less cost than an emergency department. When your illness or injury can't wait, the choice is clear. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Game day isn't over when the game ends. Keep the celebration going and win over any appetite at Giant Eagle. Score freshness, quality, and savings with game day fan favorites from Giant Eagle and Nature's Basket brand products. And spend more time celebrating every win by ordering online with curbside pickup and delivery. We'll hand off your groceries on the go. Giant Eagle is proud to be your neighborhood supermarket and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. OH! The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye fans power up and carbon down with AEP Energy and Eco Advantage, their 100% renewable energy plan for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time for 
the Buckeye Roundtable Big Ten Breakdown. Down, down, down. Gavin Winsett takes the snap. Badgers bring in heat. Winsett throws to the right. Pick off Ricardo Holland. At the 10, left side 20. He's to the 30, to the 40. Holland the 50, to the 40. Angles right 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Wisconsin. Ricardo Holman from one end of the yard to the other and to the house. And it's 16 to nothing, Wisconsin. Matt LePay on Learfield. That pick six really changed the complexion of that game as Wisconsin defeats Rutgers 24-13. That remind you of Will Allen against mm-hmm. San Diego State yes. going baseline to baseline with a pick six. You know, and Wisconsin certainly has been a team that's been known for running the football. They've started to throw it a little more than we've been accustomed to but defensively where they had been really good and especially a few years ago against the score this was a game where they were really able to take advantage of some of the liabilities of Rutgers offense and Gavin Wimsett. And I think that Holman has four interceptions in the last three games. So oh, he's, wow. yeah, he, he's been doing a lot of that, getting some takes away. I heard Wimsett, did he get knocked around in that game? I think he, he got, did. Yeah, yeah, so we'll have to check out on him. But Rutgers 4-2 and two right now. Yeah. What are they fighting for? A bowl, bowl game. Absolutely. Coach Cooper, is it, hard, is it hard to tell how good Wisconsin is right now? Wisconsin 17-0 at halftime, guys, but they yeah. only scored seven points in the second half. I mean, come on, you got to be better than that against Rutgers, don't you? I would think so. Yeah. Prime timer in Minneapolis is Minnesota hosted Michigan. Wolverines go quickly. Donovan Edwards takes the handoff. Nope, it's J.J. on the keeper around the left end to the five. Puts his head down, dives for the pylon. They give it to him. Touchdown, J.J. McCarthy. Five-yard touchdown run. And the Wolverines have extended the lead to 23-3. to Doug Harsh on Learfield. This was no contest. Michigan rolls 52-10. Well, second play of the game, Michigan gets a pick six. And that really kind of set the tone. They got two of them in the game. And J.J. McCarthy, you know, whether it's throwing or running the football, and he puts himself out there when he runs, uh, this is a team that is showing a lot of strength and very few weaknesses. I'm surprised that Minnesota got blown out that bad. Minus their best running back. They only threw the ball 15 times. Yeah. You know, you think that would be kind of one of those when you're behind to air it out a little yeah. bit, but uh, they didn't. They just decided to run the ball and Michigan, didn't do that while we were. Michigan played their second teamers the whole fourth quarter, guys. They only scored seven points yeah. in the fourth quarter. I'm impressed with the way they're playing right mm-hmm. now. Yes. They're the second best team in, behind Georgia that I've seen so far in college football. Some were a bit critical of Michigan's, let's say, not-so-dominant performance since a couple of their earlier games. Was this their best performance of the season? I think so. Uh, you know, they, they were able to take care of Rutgers pretty easily the week before, but, you know, a lot of people kind of wondered because of just what you said, Skip, with their non-conference schedule, how good really were they? But they go on a road. Yeah, and Minnesota's not what they were a few years ago, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Michigan just did everything they wanted to do in that game. To Iowa City next, where Iowa hosted Purdue. Hawks go with three tights again. Eric All is at the fullback spot. And Hill on a fake. Going to throw to the end zone. Has all open. Caught. Touchdown, Iowa. Caught. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Eric All. Gary Dolphin on Learfield. Hawkeyes just enough to get the win over Purdue 2014. You know, and Purdue just really struggled offensively in this football game. But how about... How Iowa has taken advantage of a couple of Big Ten transfers like Deacon Hill and like Eric All, and you know they just kind of do it the way Iowa always seems to do it, Jim. Yeah, it was. It, you know, the defense stepped up again. They had a big play in the running game. You, you heard that touchdown uh, to the tight end. Uh, only completed six passes, five to a tight end, Eric All, and one to a, a running back. So they got to get the wide receivers involved. They haven't figured that out yet, but. Offensively still struggling, mm-hmm. but they know what they have in their defense and their special teams. I saw where Tory Taylor was named uh, Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. I was punter, and uh, no surprise because there, punting is winning.
<laughs> Does Iowa have enough in the tank, Coach Cooper? I mean, if they're going to win, they're going to have to win games like this all season. They've got to win games like that, and they can win games like that. I think they're extremely well coached. And you got to beat Iowa. I mean, I was not going to go out there and make all these stupid mistakes, go go for it on fourth down like some of these other teams have done. You got to beat them. They're not. They're not, Jim. You know that better than I do. Right, you watch them play, yeah. but Coach I think Ferris they're extremely well coached. They're going to be sound defensively. They're not a great football team. They don't have great players. A, 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 a team of, of of a lot of great players. They got some good sound football players. They're well coached and they're tough. They are a tough football team. To Evanston, where Northwestern hosted Howard. Trips left, Sullivan looking, scrambling left, directing traffic, now throwing down the left sideline, wide open, caught, touchdown, Cam Johnson. Sullivan found him all alone inside the 10-yard line. He got behind the defense, and Sullivan able to spot him and hit him in stride. And the Wildcats extend the lead with 2.46 to go in the third. Dave Ennett on Learfield. This got interesting late, but the Wildcats hold off Howard 23-20. Yeah, the Bison scored 13 points in the fourth quarter. And, you know, how about Northwestern? Back and forth between quarterbacks Ben Bryant. Then they go to Brendan Sullivan, who we saw in the last couple of years that have started some games against Ohio State. Uh, Still credit to this team for just continuing to play the way they are, given everything they've been through from the summer into now. Yeah, three wins. That's a lot more than I would anticipate. Remember last last year? year. Yeah, (laughs) one and 11. So credit to the coaching staff for keeping these guys together finding a way and they maybe found a quarterback here in Brendan Sullivan uh, three touchdowns again they're playing Howard 23 to 20 over Howard at homecoming day guys not, not too impressive no not at all but a win Friday night Illinois hosted Nebraska here's a snap back zone read Take the hand off. Harburg's got it 20 15 10 5 dives touchdown Nebraska Greg Sharp, Husker Sports Network, Nebraska, gets their first conference win, beating Illinois 20-7. The quarterback, Harburg, who was not their starter at the beginning of the year, has really sparked them with his running ability. But how about Illinois? They have the ball two times at the Nebraska one and can't score. Mm-hmm. You think they miss Chase Brown? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think they miss him a little? Are they going to do this with their quarterbacks, North, North or Nebraska? I mean, running them? I don't know. Well, if they I get mean, a lead, I, I guess. Mean, but... I mean, Harburg, 18 carries know, in that man. ball game. It's you know they did it with Sims and he got hurt and they lost him. Who's their third team guy? Because you can't continue with this throwing 24 times and running the guy 18 times. Now he's our leading rusher with 82 yards, but still, I can't what's to tell that. you about the running backs? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Coach Cooper, Illinois is uh, is strong. This is not the Illinois that uh, that you faced back in the 80s and 90s. This is a little bit different. Seven, seven points against a, a, a very average. Nebraska football team is not very good. Yeah, and they're zero and three now. And you know, you, and you wonder about not having Ryan Walters as their defensive coordinator. Absolutely, this and we'll we'll find out a little bit about that coming up later this week as Ohio State is at Purdue. Indiana's at Michigan this week. Michigan State's at Rutgers. Penn State a Titanic struggle with UMass as they gear up for Ohio State in two weeks. Illinois is at Maryland. Iowa is at Wisconsin. Anything stand out to you as even remotely? I got to see what's going to well, happen. Well, Iowa, Wisconsin, because that's probably going to decide the West, or at least take a big step toward deciding the West. Coach Cooper, great, great scheduling by Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have an open date, or do you want to play UMass? Yeah. <laughs> and they had an open date last week, and play them now. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got to agree with Paul with that Wisconsin yeah. Iowa game's a guy game that I'm going to keep an eye on. I think Wisconsin's favored by a touchdown right now, so that'll be that'll be close, and it probably will be a touchdown one way or the other. All right, coming up, we will be joined by Ohio State coach Ryan Day as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. 
You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. Alrighty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safelight Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at Safelight.com. Safelight Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store. Atlas Butler offers the highest level of heating and cooling services. Uh, correct. Uh, they also offer superior plumbing services. Exactly. Same number for plumbing. And with 24 hours same day service, you can call them whenever. Oh, and if you'd like to call Atlas Butler, that number is 1-800-FURNACE. You may have heard. Hello, my name is Jessica Wright, first-time homeowner. Park National Bank knows that when you buy your first home, it's the little things that mean the most. On Saturday mornings, me and my son love to wake up. We make some breakfast together. And that financial decisions are deeply personal. I always love to hear my son say, Mom, I don't ever want to move. I want to stay here forever. At Park National Bank, what means a lot to you means a lot to us. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price Eco Advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. The fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Join Coach Ryan Day and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and break down each week's game. Game Time with Ryan Day presented by Huntington airs Saturday mornings at 9 on 10 TV in Columbus and statewide on Valley Sports Ohio. Coach Ryan Day joins us right now. His comments are presented by Kroger after Ohio State defeats Maryland on Saturday 37-17 
seen. And coach, you mentioned after the game that your team has the poise not to panic when put into an uncomfortable position. Is that something that can be learned or taught, or are some guys just wired that way to be cool under pressure? Uh, I, th- I think it comes with experience. I think you know this group of players has has now played a decent amount of football, so they, they've seen different situations and. Um, you know, they, they know um, that it takes four quarters. And uh, they certainly always want to get a fast start. Didn't quite quite get that. But, but um, you know, played well in the second half. And we know as we get into October and November, you know, we have to win a lot of games in the second half. And I uh, thought we, we settled down and then found our rhythm. Coach, we didn't say this post game, but congratulations on your 50th win. That's a, that's a nice little milestone, uh, especially to get that in your fifth year. That says a lot right there. Uh, Coach, it's all of a sudden it's second and twenty eight. Next thing you know, it's oh, you get a penalty, take five more. It's second and thirty three. Now there's not too many plays in the playbook for that. I mean, a hail mary, yes, but uh, you did it. Kyle McCord went up the sideline and made a beautiful play, and you can see the kind of momentum after that when Marvin got involved and started making those plays. Uh, just your thoughts on that whole play sequence there? Yeah. Um, so we you know we got the the sack, which um, you know if if we had identified that better, we, we really had what we wanted there. Uh, we had Julian Fleming uh, with with an opportunity to go score a touchdown against zero coverage, but uh, we didn't we didn't execute that well, and so we had to re- respond. We I look up and I see press man on on Marvin, and I'm screaming to snap the ball, and uh, we we did we got to delay a game, and then sure enough, I'm like, well, we're not going to do that again. And I look over, and they're playing press man-to-man on Marvin Harrison again. And uh, so we're like, okay, we're just going to throw it as far as we can to Marvin Harrison one-on-one. And and uh, unbelievable throw, great catch. Um, you know, anytime we have a one-on-one situation in that moment, you know, we're probably going to take a chance. Um, and, and it worked out, and I thought it was executed well, and then we responded quickly after that. Makes your job a lot easier, Coach, when you look out there and see one guy trying to cover the best wide receiver in college football. But yes, you know sir. what? I was I was impressed with the way our secondary played. I think their quarterback's a good passing quarterback, and Josh Proctor played the best game I've seen in safety play around here in a long time. Yeah, Josh has been through a lot here, and um, he's playing his best football now. And um, you know, like you said, it's one thing to get your hands on balls, another thing to intercept them. You know, we're starting to get our get our hands on balls, but also intercept them, and that's. That's when you can change the game, and um, you know both safeties played well. They they took a shot down the field on Denzel a couple times in the game. I thought you know, he stayed on top and, and made some nice plays. So, yeah, uh, Tully is a very talented quarterback. He uh, got great short hair quickness, can extend. He's accurate. I mean, the first touchdown pass was a tremendous throw and catch. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I thought our guys respond to it well, and, and uh, you know, bigger challenges ahead. As your defense continues to go on, can you see things that maybe us lay people can't see? How the second year under Cutch Knowles system, they've really kind of gained some traction there, Ryan. Yeah, you can you can see, especially with the linebackers and Tommy, just has a uh, a command for what's going on up there. You can see him getting us in and out of defenses quickly, uh, responding quickly to what the side of the ball is doing, and, and that that helps because it's one thing for Jim to call something and get us into the right call, but it's another thing when the players can do it for us. So. Um, yeah, that, that makes a major difference. Coach, yeah, on the punt, uh, did you think somebody called a fake punt without your knowledge all of a sudden when, when that went down? Because it, it just it just didn't seem like, okay, this is, is this really happening? <laughs> is this really happening? It's right. Yeah, I had just about fainted when I saw that. I, I'm like, what is going on right now? Um, yeah, that was the ball slipped. Yeah, yep. I was told. And so uh, the ball can never slip again. But uh, it slipped. And so, we, you know, defense came out and, and, um, 
you know, had to, you know, get put in a tough situation there. So certainly can't have that ever happen again. I'm, I'm sitting up there in the press box coaching when that happened. I was like, what, what is he doing for goodness sake? <laughs> I didn't know it was a bad snap. <laughs> you well, you, you, use, you use better language than I did, Coach. <laughs> Obviously, Chip Trainum has brought something to the rushing game with the way he's been able to not only just find the end zone, but he seems to really kind of hit decisively when he takes off in the direction that he wants to go. Is that something that can be a part of trying to get the running game to go where you need it to go going forward, Coach? Yeah, it is. It is. It all goes together. It's 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 everybody. Um, and, you know, it's the O-line, it's tight ends, it's receivers, but, but it's also the running backs. And, um, you know, we need to make sure that we're all in sync together and um, we're more efficient across the board. And we've identified some things to continue to try to improve in that area. I, I will say, though, that you know, they, you know, Maryland was down in the box. I mean, they had a lot of guys down low, and, and that really did open up the passing game. You know, and we're you know going to be aggressive and look to be uh, you know fifty fifty. But you know, when they have that many guys down in the box, you know, we're going to have to take advantage of it throwing the football. Uh, but all that being said, yeah, you're right. I mean, we uh, you know we're looking to improve in those areas, and the running backs are running hard. But but there's a lot of areas that they can improve on as well. Coach uh, Travion Henderson was unavailable. Um, you know, it looked like he was warming up and all that before game, so it looked like he was close to being ready to go, but just didn't go. And then Mecca got banged up in the game. Hope those two guys are healing well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, if, if Trey had to play, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he could have. But we just felt like, um, you know, with last year, and, and really the, the comment was made that, you know, there, there could be a setback. And once I heard that, I said, you know what, the, the right thing to do is to hold Trey. Uh, he wanted to play. He was great. Uh, he had the right attitude all along. Um, but, you know, he's going to have a great week of practice and look forward to getting back on the field on Saturday. Knowing what the answer is, you came from a wild environment at South Bend. You're going to what could be a wild environment in West Lafayette. How much did it help once things turn, and especially with Josh's pick six, being at home and getting that crowd involved in everything? Yeah, uh, you could feel it. You know, there was definitely points in that game where, you know, the momentum was swinging, and, and you could really feel the crowd, uh, third downs and explosive plays on offense, and, and that helps. I mean, every little bit helps, and it was a great crowd, great turnout. I think we it was a sellout, so uh, great homecoming weekend. Coach, last thing, Paul brought up West Lafayette. Those have been us have been doing this a long time. We've seen some strange things over there at Purdue over the years. So I guess just early in the you week, you're just up, I'm huh? sorry. <laughs> well, more than just that one. I mean, several times. But just your yeah, your early thoughts on Purdue? No, nah, they're they're well coached. Uh, you know, Coach Walters does a very good job. They have a good scheme, um, getting better every week. And like you said, um, there's a lot of you know strange things that have happened there. So. Um, you know, noon kickoff. We're going to have another great week of practice. You know, we're certainly not content around here. I can tell you that. Um, you know, we're, we're hungry. Uh, we know we need to get better. And so, you know, we're going to go back on the road here and win a game at Purdue um, and, uh, and go from there. Buckeye coach Ryan Day, we always appreciate your time. We'll see you for your press conference tomorrow, okay? See you guys. All right. Coach's comments presented by Kroger. Kroger pickup is the easy way to get what you want right when you need it. Try Kroger pickup today in the Kroger app or at Kroger.com. And, you know, Coach Cooper experienced some of that craziness over there at, oh, at, at Purdue. 2000, yeah. Purdue I think, before. I think, Purdue, I think of one word. Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And Seth Morales. Seth Morales. That, was, yeah. that, was, yeah. that was a big catch by him late. Absolutely. Tight end, Tim. Tim Stratton, Stratton. yeah, he made some some tough moments, too. Darn glad to meet you. Absolutely. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Up next, we're joined by Tim May of Letterman Row in the red zone as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable.
presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hey there, this is Mia from Union Home Mortgage, and I'm the unofficial queen of helping you close on your dream home. And how do I do such a wondrous feat? It's all in the power of UHM's Build Your Payment Program. The name says it all. You tell us what you can afford, and we'll build your payment. Then voila, dream home officially yours. Now, let's talk housewarming gifts. Visit UHM.com. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH. Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. SafeLight Autoglass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hello, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Wolf Foundation Endowed Athletic Director at The Ohio State University. In partnership with AEP, Donato's, Huntington, Kroger, The Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, and 10TV, Ohio State Athletics strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Game day isn't over when the game ends. Keep the celebration going and win over any appetite at Giant Eagle. Score freshness, quality, and savings with game day fan favorites from Giant Eagle and Nature's Basket brand products. And spend more time celebrating every win by ordering online with curbside pickup and delivery. We'll hand off your groceries on the go. Giant Eagle is proud to be your neighborhood supermarket and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. OH! Your home for Ohio State Athletics, the fan. This this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. 
Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. For every Buckeye touchdown scored this season, the Heartland Bank Community Foundation will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. Buckeye Roundtable Red. Joined inside the red zone, Tim May of Letterman Row. And Tim, we asked you this last week about things you'd look for to be wary of from teams coming off of a bye following an emotional win the week prior. Was what we saw Saturday out of the gate, especially from Ohio State's offense, the biggest thing we were talking about, about being mindful going in? Absolutely. I mean, you know, yes, maybe Maryland stacking the box, uh, et cetera, uh, defensively. But you've got answers for that, you know. Just get to them more immediately, and uh, Ohio State didn't do that. You know, as you heard me ask uh, Ryan Day after the game, that uh, it just seemed like at the beginning, Kyle McCord was like a a beat behind, you know, and his mm-hmm. whatever his recognition, his read, and whatever, because there were there were several chances there in that first quarter, and in that first half to kind of break it open or get out of that uh, that that the doldrums, and Ohio State couldn't take advantage of it, and. You know, obviously, as I, I keep telling my young guys, uh, young fellow writers at uh, Letterman Row that, uh, you know, they were harping on the Ohio State falling behind 10 to nothing. I go, but flip side of it is Ohio State outscored them 37 to 7 from there. So, you know, there clearly was an upside to this game. But you, as even Ryan Day said, you want, you want that fast start. And, uh, you know, and it's been kind of hard to come by this year so far for Ohio State. And he talked about maybe, you know, kind of, uh, half jokingly having, uh, Kyle McCord maybe run a few laps before a game gets started, just get his heart revved, you know. So we'll see what happens on uh, Saturday at Purdue. You know, you go down ten nothing in that ball game could have been fourteen nothing, and defense oh, kind of yeah. comes up with their you know first little stop near near the goal line after they had the big play. Uh, so it's ten nothing. You know, all of a sudden uh, the defense is back out there, and, and you're thinking, okay, they're, they're going to drive it. They've been moving up the field, but then you get the they get them in third and five. They get the pick six. And then the kind of game changed a little bit, but I like the way the defense changed, made their adjustments, and then, you know, totally in the second half went out there and dominated. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> that is after after Maryland's first drive, which went all the way down the field for yeah, a touchdown. That game, yep. in, the, in that for you know, in the second half, and you're kind of going, uh oh. But then after that, man, they, they tightened down they tightened tightened down every bolt on the boat, you know. From that point on, uh, the defense did. I thought the secondary and especially the safeties, uh, have been playing well, but I thought they played extremely well, especially the second half of that game. I don't know if you agree with me or not, Jim, but, yep. uh, Lathan Ransom and, uh, and even Sonny Styles made some plays. And, and of course, we know what Josh Proctor did had, in my opinion, his best overall game as a Buckeye and he's in his sixth year. That bodes well because this guy was su- supposed to be that big time, that big time Charlie coming out of Owasso, uh, Oklahoma, and now he's finally playing up to that level. It's pretty cool to watch. Tim, I couldn't agree with you more. I, th- I think that's the best game I've seen in our secondary play, and I love the, the the play of the safety and Sonny Styles. I don't know if he's a big linebacker or or, or a big safety or what, yeah. but he's all over the field playing. But my question to you: Give me your top five this week. Top yeah, five in the sure, country. Yeah, I was just talking. We were talking about that this morning. Uh, we were doing a little video, but uh, you know, in no one's no certain order. Here's the thing: I think Oklahoma has the best win so far 
beating Texas on Saturday. And the way they've kind of run roughshod over everybody else they've played, I think Oklahoma's suddenly pretty damn good. I did. I, I had Texas in that game. I don't know about you. Georgia finally played a real team, Kentucky, which a lot of people had as an upset special, and dominated them from the start. So that was impressive. Uh, and then Florida State, of course, keeps finding ways to win, but they have the they have the two best, you know, twin wins in the country. And uh, you know, and then you got Ohio State sitting right there. And and of course, I didn't even mention Michigan, only because you know Michigan has not played anybody of great repute yet, but they've beaten the heck out of everybody they played. That offensive line is just dominating, and uh, so that would be my top five in no uncertain order at this point. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see things delineated here in the next uh, four or five weeks. Why has Ross Age Stadium been a house of horror at times for Ohio State in your mind, uh, Tim? I have no idea. Except the first uh, t- the first year I was covering Ohio State is my full time beat in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, I watched uh, Chris Carter have the, have his come out game there. Keith Byers had a really good game, but all of a sudden Ohio State uh, Jim Everett has Purdue ahead. Ohio State is driving. And Mike Tomzak throws the ball out of bounds to stop the clock uh-huh. on a fourth on a fourth down. The late, and, the late uh, flip of the down marker. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It, whatever it was, there was a there was a lack of awareness by somebody on that yeah. play. But it's been that kind of stuff, you know. Even Holy Buckeye people forget the Ohio State Illinois game went to overtime, the first overtime in Ohio State history back in in two thousand and two. But uh, everybody remembers the Holy Buckeye play, a pass into the wind to Michael Jingus to keep the jinx from happening that year over at Ross Aid. So I really, there is something to it. You know, there definitely is, whether it's ghosts, whether it's ghosts in that old-time dressing room the visiting team always has to use over there, although I've heard they refurbished it a little bit. Something goofy seems to happen in that stadium. Rod Woodson uh, had a pretty good yeah. game in that game. Uh, 2009 yeah. it happened. 2011 it happened. We remember 2018. 2000? Yeah. 2013 was a big win, though. Ohio State dominated 56 to nothing. So let's look at that year, yeah. uh, what happened yeah. there. No, yeah. but, well, that's that's the whole thing. What are you going to pick as your inspiration? It'll be that year for sure. But uh, <laughs> like 2011, fellas, I'm not sure the administration totally made up his mind uh, that that they were going to go away from Luke Fickle, but after that loss over there, they definitely did, and they they put it they put the uh, the uh, full court press on Urban Meyer. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's just a a goofy game, a, a goofy place over there for for whatever reason. I I used to take the press box myself, but at least it's modern now. It ain't going to happen in 2023, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make them better than they are. <laughs> All right. Tim May, we always appreciate your insight. We'll see you over there on Saturday, okay? Hey, has uh, Coach Cooper's uh, South Beach tan faded yet? He still has that <laughs> glow. Glowing, he still yeah. has a glow That's about good. him, absolutely. He's got that glow about him. That's for sure. All right, Tim, right, Tim May, Letterman Road, thank you for your time. Our Incova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Award comes your way next, as well as our American Dairy Association Mideast Top High School Performances. Can't believe we're into week nine of the high school football season coming up. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Our insiders access tonight, Joey Kaufman of the Columbus Dispatch will join us. All that and more straight ahead, hour number two of Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. When you're here, you understand what it means to be a Buckeye. And at Elk and Elk, we're proud to wear scarlet and gray every Saturday. 
Every client, every day, means if you're ever injured, we're proud to stand with you in court. And when you're here at the shoe, we're proud to stand with you and cheer on the Buckeyes. Whether we're here at the big game or in court, we are committed to you. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now we're on our way with Coda, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Whether it's game day or every day, Coda moves Buckeyes fans down the line toward victory. Download the Transit app today for an easy way to plan and pay for your next trip. Visit coda.com slash transit app to learn more. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price Eco Advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit AEPenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. Your home team at AgPro is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And when it comes to the hard yardage, a John Deere compact tractor is unbeatable. With dozens of attachments, you can outfit your team player exactly how you want. We carry additional product lines coupled with knowledgeable and friendly parts, service, and sales staff. Visit your home team John Deere dealer at one of our 35 Ohio locations or visit us at agproco.com. Hi, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Director of Athletics. Ohio State Athletics and Cardinal Health know how important diversity, equity, and inclusion are to the success of our community, employees, and student-athletes. And we believe an equitable culture creates a community that attracts and retains the very best. Visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com backslash Buckeye-Inclusion to learn more and join us as we educate and celebrate the value of diversity and inclusion. At Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse, they know Buckeye fans expect the best. That's why for over 35 years, they've been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. And with three area locations in downtown Upper Arlington and Dublin, Hyde Park is consistently voted as one of Columbus's best steakhouses. Enjoy weeknight happy hour cocktails and bar plates starting at $7. Also, host your corporate or group event at the perfect place. Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Sports Center. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. One more hour of Buckeye Roundtables coming up next. We know that this Saturday, High State travels to West Lafayette to take on Purdue. That game will be a noon kickoff. We also learned today that next Saturday's home contest against Penn State will also be a noon game. It'll be televised on Fox. Then Indy Lions enter this week number six in the AP pool and are 5-0 this season. Week five of the NFL season comes to a close tonight in Vegas. That's where the Raiders will host the Packers. Kickoff is at 8-15. We'll carry coverage of that game here on the fan following Buckeye Roundtable in an hour. The MLB playoffs roll along tonight with a pair of game twos in the NLDS. In Atlanta, the Braves host the Phillies. The Phillies lead that series one game to nine. And 9-07 tonight, the Dodgers host the Diamondbacks in LA. Arizona leads that series one game to nine. And in men's college troops, Ohio State was picked to finish seventh in the Big Ten preseason media poll. The reigning champs, Purdue, were selected to finish first. The Boilermakers landed 24 of a possible 28 first place votes. Breaking sports news, what happens on the fan? Ohio sports destination.
Hello, my name is Jessica Wright, first-time homeowner. Park National Bank knows that when you buy your first home, it's the little things that mean the most. On Saturday mornings, me and my son love to wake up. We make some breakfast together. And that financial decisions are deeply personal. I always love to hear my son say, Mom, I don't ever want to move. I want to stay here forever. At Park National Bank, what means a lot to you means a lot to us. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Scarlet and Gray are back, and it's time to pack the stands. Bobby Carpenter here for Moore's Home and Ashley Home Store. We've waited months for fans to be welcomed back into the shoe. Well, the Buckeyes are back, Buckeye Nation, and so are we. Storm the shoe in style. Win great prizes and two tickets to the best seats in the shoe thanks to Moore's Home and Ashley Home Store. Lounge in luxury as you watch the Buckeyes march towards victory. Register to win at your nearest Moore's Home or Ashley Home Store today. No purchase necessary. See store or morrisathome.com slash win for complete details. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday, it's Ohio State at Purdue. More on that coming up, but right now it's time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable shows the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is junior running back slash linebacker Marquise Davis from Cleveland Heights High School. Davis had a huge night Friday, rushing 31 times for 368 yards. He scored six touchdowns on the night, including a pick six on defense, one of his two interceptions on the evening in Cleveland Heights, 62-52 win over Medina. The Tigers are coached by Max Stevens. They're 7-1, and one, currently third in Division I, Region One, and will host Euclid on Friday night. Again, congratulations to Marquise Davis from Cleveland Heights High School, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance, Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Time now for Buckeye Roundtable's American Dairy Association Mideast Top Performers and our whip around the state. And while Marquise Davis had a huge night on both sides of the football, congratulations to him. That was not the only big night. No, sir, Skip. Norton quarterback Zach Bowman was 9 of 10 passing for 140 yards and three touchdowns in Norton's 48-12 win at Cloverleaf. Well, thanks for the setup for this one. Moeller running back Jordan Marshall, 21 carries, 215 yards, and a pair of touchdowns leading Moeller past St. Ignatius, 47-7. Skip, I'm really proud to announce this one. Stan Jackson, our quarterback for me in the mid-90s here on our 97 Rose Bowl team, is a head football coach at Westerville North. His quarterback... Ronald Jackson had 50-yard touchdown pass and added a pick 60 on on defense, leading Westerville North past Big Walnut 23 to 12. They're playing well, and he's great under the first-year leadership of Stan. Absolutely. Lakota West quarterback Sam Wiles was 10 of 16 passing for 156 yards and a touchdown, and added 30 yards 30 yards on the ground and another score as Lakota West shut out Lakota East. 34 to nothing. Berea Midpark receiver Austin Clay had seven catches, 126 yards, and a pair of touchdowns and added a 75-yard punt return for another score as Midpark beat North Ridgeville 31 to 7. Canal Winchester running back Kasim Wade had 24 carries for 164 yards, 162 yards, three touchdowns, 
And now Winchester defeated Westerville South 35-14. Garfield linebacker running back Keegan Sell had 11 tackles, 7 solos, and 2 TFLs and also threw a touchdown pass in Garfield's 49-14 win over Newton Falls. Elder wide receiver Josh Maris had 130 yards receiving with 5 catches, 4 of them going for touchdowns as the Elder Panthers breezed past Life Christian Academy 49-7. I got a good running back here, Austin Marshall from Ravina. He rushed for 240 yards, wow. seven touchdowns. Ravina mm-hmm. rolled past Akron Springfield, 48 to zip. Defense. Shaker Heights linebacker Degamo Richards had eight tackles, including two TFLs, and added 65-yard pick six in Shaker Heights' 23-7 win over Strongsville. Streetsboro running back Preston Hopperton had 16 carries for 136 yards and a touchdown, and also had 131 receiving yards and two more scores in Streetsboro's 48-16 win over Woodridge. El Rio, Kevin Jordan ran for 334 yards, guys, four mm. touchdowns. Wow. Leading past Amherst Steel, 48-16. to 16. I think that was Illyria's first win of the season as well. Oh, so great yeah. job with those guys. Begin our weekly whip around the state. We'll begin tonight in the northwest corner. Here's WNDH's Dave Kleck. The Ayersville Pilots got a big effort from running back Torin Kenevan with 198 yards on the ground and was a big factor on defense as Ayersville handed previously unbeaten Antwerp their first loss, 30-24. to 24. And Patrick Henry got back on track with a win. Lincoln Krager at quarterback accounted for over 160 yards, two touchdowns, and had a pick on defense in the Patriot win. From WNDH Radio in Napoleon, I'm Dave Kleck. Thank you, Dave. South into Allen County, here's WIMA's Todd Walker. It was a big night for Gavin Bogart of the Bluffton Pirates Friday night. He had two touchdowns receiving and two rushing in the Pirates' 34-0 win over Lipsick. He totaled 139 yards from scrimmage as well. Bluffton improved to 8-0 for the first time since 2004. It was also the sixth straight shutout for the Pirates, who have allowed only four touchdowns all season. Next up for Bluffton, a trip to Allen East Friday night. Reporting for 1150 WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. That is good defense there, no doubt. Shifting to Logan County. Big night there as we hear from WPKO's Chad Wilkinson. Riverside Pirates head coach Bryce Hodge was in the mood to gamble Friday night, converting three out of four first-half fourth-down opportunities and calling an onside kick to start the third quarter, which his team recovered. Riverside shut out the Miami East Vikings 30 to nothing. Junior quarterback Gavin Osborne was efficient, going 19 for 24 for 160 yards and a couple of touchdown passes. He also rushed for 81 yards. The 7-1 Pirates will take on the Covington Bucks Friday night. From 98.3 WPKO in Bell Fountain, I'm Chad Wilkinson. Southwest into the Dayton area next. Here's WING's Justin Kinner. The Centerville Elks have a ton of talent on the defensive side of the ball, and a lot of the attention is deservedly pointed in the direction of four-star defensive back Reggie Powers. Reggie Powers played great in the Elks' huge win over the Springfield Wildcats this past Friday night, but it was another talented defensive back that stepped up and had a career night as Ross Kupik picked off the Wildcats twice, including taking one back to the house to seal the Elks' win over the Wildcats 24-16. to For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm Justin Kinner in Dayton. Let's slide over to the opposite side of the state to Washington County. Here's WMOA's Andy Rex. Guys, it was a school record six touchdown runs for Warren High School junior running back Landon Fairbanks Friday night in the Warriors' 49-21 victory over Cambridge. He finished with 30 carries for 190 yards, including scoring runs of 33, 8, 
three, two, one, and four yards. Meanwhile, Marietta senior running back Zane Whittakin had four scores of his own, rushing touchdowns of 25 and 10 yards, plus scoring catches of 26 and 8 yards in the Tigers' 48 to 15 win over Megs. Whittakin also had an interception on defense. From WMOA in Marietta, I'm Andy Rex. Big night there. Busy night for the scoreboard operator in Muskingum County. Here's WHIZ's David Kinder. There were 12 total touchdowns in Friday's Tri-Valley Philo game at Jack Anderson Stadium, and Tri-Valley quarterback Max Lyle had his fair share of them. The junior QB threw for 256 yards and five scores in a 52-35 Scotty victory. Lyle has been incredibly efficient this year, throwing for 21 touchdowns and just one interception. Everyone in Muskingum and Perry County now turns their attention to the massive Week 9 showdown between Tri-Valley and Sheridan. Every single year since 2007, this game has decided who wins at least a share of the Muskingum Valley League Championship. And that'll be the case again this season when 8-0 Sheridan plays host to 6-2 Tri-Valley Friday night. Reporting for WHIZ Radio in Zanesville, I'm David Kinder. Final stop, Knox County. Big numbers on both sides of the ball as we welcome in WMBO's Tyler Mathias. A pair of impressive ground performances led Knox County teams to victory on Friday night, including the East Knox Bulls. Bulldogs, who knocked off the Fredericktown Freddies 35 to nothing on Friday night behind Blake Elliott's 205 yards rushing and three rushing touchdowns. Elliott also added six tackles and a sack on defense. Meanwhile, Cole DeLotter, the senior running back for the Danville Blue Devils, had four rushing touchdowns and a 52-22 Danville win over Centerburg. He had 183 yards on the ground and surpassed 1,000 yards rushing for the season. The Danville Blue Devils and East Knox Bulldogs will face off in the Devil Dog game next week. Reporting from WNBO and WQIO, Adam Alberton, I'm Tyler Mathias. All right, thanks to all of our great affiliates. It's all across the state of Ohio for sending their reports in. Love this time of year. Week 9 coming up as far as high school football. Crazy, yeah. Home teams. St. Henry lost. Redskins went down. We heard that Moeller They won. won. And you know what they did? They did, They beat St. Ignatius, but they did a real nice thing, paying tribute to former Moeller coach Steve Cloney, who has retired. And, and, and we know the Hawks uh, Yeah, I already made Ryan Day mad talking about yeah. uh, about the, well, the, the ghost of Purdue. Rub it in a little uh, bit. Yeah, here. So the last second field goal, Hurtley beats to sales at the gun on, 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 on Friday night. So what's going to break that up? Coach Cooper, you still get out to a game here? I, I need to get out to a game, guys. I've been staying home on Friday night. One of these years, we got to go to the Devil Dog game. We can go. We're, in, we're, in, we're home next week. Why do you say we all pile in to Coach Cooper and we'll take him out to Knox <laughs> County? How's that? Up Arlington. It's impossible. 10 to nothing, though. <laughs> Our top performers from around the state was presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. A reminder from Ohio's dairy farmers, eight ounces of delicious chocolate milk has eight grams of high-quality protein with the power to fuel everyone from elite athletes to weekend warriors. Some craziness in the top 25 and some interesting decision-making. We'll talk about that and more after further review as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can be customized to fit your unique needs. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. At the James at Ohio State, you're choosing the experts who understand there is no routine cancer, where your care is delivered by a highly specialized team dedicated to studying and treating just one type of cancer, yours. 
and where 1,700 scientists are working on new treatments and new hope for every form of cancer. All at the region's only comprehensive cancer center, designated by the National Cancer Institute. You didn't choose cancer, but the choice of where to treat it is clear. The James at Ohio State. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Game day isn't over when the game ends. Keep the celebration going and win over any appetite at Giant Eagle. Score freshness, quality, and savings with game day fan favorites from Giant Eagle and Nature's Basket brand products. And spend more time celebrating every win by ordering online with curbside pickup and delivery. We'll hand off your groceries on the go. Giant Eagle is proud to be your neighborhood supermarket and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. OH! Sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels. Always great to talk Buckeye football with Coach John Cooper. And with us tonight, I'm Skip Mossick. Cohesion Foundation's operating a 50-50 raffle each Ohio State football game this season. Home game with proceeds supporting purpose-driven NIL opportunities and Cohesion Foundation charities. For more information on how you can participate, visit OSU5050.com. Buckeye Roundtable. After further review. Snap back to King. Flushed out to his right. Looking. Five seconds to go. He will toss it into the end zone at the five. Larry into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. Touchdown, Jackets. One second left. Question, Larry. What did we just witness? Throwing downfield to Christian Larry, who got behind the defense at the five. And it's 23 to 20. I see it, and I still don't believe it. 
Andy Demetra, Georgia Tech Radio. No idea even where to begin. Uh, it wasn't quite the miracle at the Meadowlands, but it was a close second as Georgia Tech stuns Miami 23-20. Well, Miami doesn't take a knee when they should have. And Mario Cristobal taking a lot of heat for this, and deservedly so. He's done this before. Yes. He did it when he was the head coach at Oregon. Cost him a game that they lost in overtime to Stanford. He's Since he's been at Miami, he's been in similar situations where he's refused to take a knee to grind out the clock. You've got to think now, after all of this has happened, that leopard will change his spots. Yeah, I think he's learned. I think he's learned. They, some people kind of referred to this as maybe that Doug Flutie moment when he beat Miami with yeah. the last second oh, Hail Mary yeah. throw. Yes. But Coach Cooper isn't somebody up I know he's taking the, all the heat or whatever. Isn't there somebody screaming in his headset to, to just take a knee? I, I think he was trying to get his running back 100 yards. At least that, <laughs> that's his excuse, I think. But that is, you don't make a mistake like that, guys. No. Win the surest way. And then they get to let the receiver get behind they, the defense take a on knee that play. And the game's over. The Georgia Tech coach uh, said, we thought they were taking a knee. You know, it's so un- he was surprised, yeah, too. I it's mean, unreal. it all worked out. Wild night in Louisville as the Cardinals hosted Notre Dame. Back is behind Plummer. Dwayne Martin is the fullback next to him. It'll be a handoff. Jordan dashes ahead to the 40. Jordan cuts right at the 30. Outruns a defender to the 10. The 5 touchdown. Paul Rogers on Learfield. Louisville defeats Notre Dame 33-20. to How nice to hear Paul Rogers' voice. A friend from many, many years ago. However, this is... Now, it, it, football purists and all that, they'll say it's all hogwash. <laughs> this is the third of four straight weeks yep. Notre Dame is playing a night game. They had Ohio State. They were at Duke. They hung on to win that. They had, were going to have a night game at home the following week against USC. You know, Notre Dame, like Ohio State, they roll into town. That gets everybody's excitement, their anxiousness. Um, and, and Marcus Freeman, we heard, he had a little bit of a pregnant pause when he found out that this was going to be a night game at Louisville. Uh, that So all those people that are upset about Ohio State, Penn State being noon, <laughs> take think it. About that, yeah, take it. Think about if you had to deal with four straight night games. I, I watched this game on television, guys, and clearly, clearly Louisville was the best football team yeah. that night. No question. That's 26 points in the second half. Wow. Yeah. That shouldn't happen against a Notre Dame football team. And they gave up five sacks at Notre Dame offensive line. Uh, you know, they got rolled. They don't call it the Red River shootout anymore, but a wild one in the Cotton Bowl between Oklahoma and Texas. Second and goal from the three and a half. Nick Anderson now comes far right in the trip set. 27 seconds. Anderson in motion. 23 seconds. Gabriel has the football, looks to throw. He's under pressure. He lobs in zone. Touchdown! Nick Anderson! Touchdown! Oh, mama! Dylan Gabriel, a legacy-making drive! Toby Rowland on Learfield. Sooners, they win a classic game here, Paul, over Texas, 34-30. You know, they got flat-out embarrassed last year in this mm-hmm. game by Texas. Dylan Gabriel did not play, but an experienced quarterback making big plays. And a lot of people thought Texas was, con- you know, worthy of being considered, you know, the best team in the country. You know, every time they play this, it always reminds me, the great old sports writer, Dan Jenkins, mm-hmm. who's since passed away, he used to refer to the State Fair weekend and the Texas-Oklahoma game the equivalent of a co-ed prison riot. And you can imagine the Oklahoma fans were celebrating like crazy there. You think these two teams will play again? I, yeah, I think so, Coach. Exactly. Don't you? I do, too. Yes, sir. Yes. How about Gabriel rushing for 113 yards and 40, mm-hmm. 44 yards or so? Got a TD in there. He's doing it with his feet, and he did it with his arm. And 
And, and Quinn Ewers, pretty yeah. good game there. He only oh, missed six balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the SEC, a matchup of unbeatens as Georgia hosted Kentucky. We shift Bowers to the right side. He's a wing there. Snap it back to Beck. Play fake. Carson sets up with time. Throws. He's got Marcus throws me over the shoulder catch at the 18. And he's going to angle in to the end zone, I think. Touchdown. Yeah, he got there. Scott Howard on Learfield. Uh, Georgia rolls over Kentucky 51-13. You know, it's somewhat similar to what Ohio State's going through and getting Kyle McCord comfortable and up to speed with everything. Carson Beck doing the same thing with Georgia. And, you know, they're coming off a a real struggle they had the week before against Auburn. And, Skip, you really think we're going to start to hear a whole lot more about uh, Brock Bowers as a Heisman candidate. Georgia Georgia, clearly the best football team I've seen in in the country. 34 points at halftime, guys. 34-7 at halftime. Against a Kentucky team that playing good. Against an undefeated Kentucky Wildcat football team. No, Brock uh, Brock Bowers has been on fire the last couple games. Seven catches, 132 yards of TD. uh, Made some big plays, and they go to him a lot. Remember the old Nintendo Mike Tyson boxing game? Yeah, yeah. You have to beat all the lower-tiered guys. uh, Working your way up to Mike Tyson... That was Kentucky. Was the, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right Ray Davis didn't get it off. <laughs> Let's stay in the SEC. Alabama was at Texas A&M. Stepping up with the play clock now at four, at three, waiting on the snap at one. They just get it off in time. Fires quick slant. Burton, 10, 5, end zone. Touchdown, Alabama. Jermaine Burton on the 19-yard reception and run after the strike from Jalen Milrow. And Bama is back on top. Chris Stewart on Learfield. Bama just enough to get the win and a tough one on the road. 26-20 over AM. And it's similar to what we talked about with Carson Beck. Milrow seems to really kind of be getting his firm grip on what they need to do at the quarterback position. They can keep him standing. He took six sacks in that game, but still, you know, hung in there. So that shows some toughness. Don't count out Alabama, guys. Six, 16 to three in the second half against a Clemson or AM football team. On the road. On the road. And that is a loud, loud, loud (laughs) stadium. Absolutely. (laughs) To the Pac-12, USC got all they wanted and more from 3-2 Arizona. Sierra Wright picks up Cowling on this near side. Three receiver crunch set on the left side. One back is DJ Williams. The pitch to Williams. And he'll be throwing for a loss. And the Trojans have won the game. Triple overtime winner for USC. How do you do? Pete Arbogast, USC Radio, Triple OT, SC uh, still unbeaten, but boy, they've really escaped a few of late. 43-41 was the final over Arizona. This reminds you of the uh, early years of the, the old Mountain West Conference, or the Western <laughs> Athletic. Um, something happened in this game, Skip, have never seen before. <laughs> Tell us. This was in regulation. I believe it was a punt, and an Arizona player was staying away from the ball when it hit the ground. A couple of USC players were trying to push him to the ground to touch the ball that. so that it wouldn't be in a live ball that they could try and recover it. I've never seen that before, and got to think that... Illegal touching. I, well, you, you got to think there'd be some kind of penalty for that. I mean, they were, I mean, you know, like street corner violence trying to put him on the ground to get to the ball. Coach Cooper, you were telling us no US, defense out of there. USC, very, very, very good on offense. Very, very, very bad on defense. Yeah, very bad on defense. 506 yeah. yards. Are they trying to, to get Arizona. Caleb Williams to stage to win the Heisman again by playing such bad defense? Staying in L.A., we head to the Rose Bowl where UCLA hosted number 13 Washington State. Dante Moore from the 22-yard line. Keegan Jones, who got in the end zone last time, gets a chance here. Rumbles to the 15-10. Five. He did it again. Hello, Keegan Jones. Good to see you, buddy. The Bruins get another. 
Keegan Jones has saved this game. He was not playing. They, they weren't using him. And when nothing was going right, it's like in case of emergency, break glass. The guy behind the glass was Keegan Jones. Josh Lewin on Learfield. <laughs> UCLA hands Wazoo their first loss, 25-17. You know, is this what's going to happen in the Pac-12 yeah. where they just kind of cannibalize one another? Keegan had three carries, two of them for touchdowns. Maybe we should have fed Pretty him efficient, more. yeah. yeah. 13 to nothing in the fourth quarter. UCLA, 13. Yep. Washington, nothing. Good win versus a very good Washington football team. Busy week coming up. Uh, probably the marquee one is Oregon at Washington oh, yeah. as far as uh, that one. USC is at Notre Dame. UCLA at Oregon State. Miami is at North Carolina. Those are only four uh, top 25 matchups. Is the USC-Notre Dame game a night game? Yes, it is. Yes, okay. it is. That would be four, four straight four night straight games. at night. The only person who loves staying up that late is Matt Andrews, and we will hit the <laughs> sidelines with Matt next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review... There is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hey there, this is Mia from Union Home Mortgage, and I'm the unofficial queen of helping you close on your dream home. And how do I do such a wondrous feat? It's all in the power of UHM's Build Your Payment program. The name says it all. You tell us what you can afford and we'll build your payment. Then voila, dream home officially yours. Now, let's talk housewarming gifts. Visit UHM.com. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Hey, Buckeye Nation, Paul Keels here for my other favorite nation, Window Nation. If you're a fan of scoring, you're going to love this. Window Nation is going nuts with an incredible offer just for Ohio State fans. Receive two windows free for every two you buy, plus put zero down and make zero payments with 0% interest for two years. And if you order a full house of windows, you'll be part of a full house at the shoe with tickets to an Ohio State game. Call Window Nation today at 866-90-NATION or visit them online at windownation.com. Tell them Paul sent you for the Buckeye Full House Special. Okay, true stories from Huntington with Jen and Mindy. Somebody came through the drive-thru. I looked at the ID. It said Mindy. You knew Mindy. I did. I said, oh my gosh, hi, Mindy. And this person looked over and drove away, left everything at the branch. I knew it wasn't her, so I contacted our fraud department and had a hold put on the account. Well, sounds like she helped save you from identity theft, Mindy. Yeah, she saved the day. She was my little guardian angel. Get more than money from your bank. Welcome to Huntington. Real people compensated for true stories. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safelite Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at Safelite.com. Safelite Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now we're on our way with Coda, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Whether it's game day or every day, Coda moves Buckeyes fans down the line toward victory. Download the Transit app today for an easy way to plan and pay for your next trip. Visit coda.com slash transit app to learn more. 
the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different artist on stage two hours before kickoff. I know Coach Cooper's always there early to see who's on, on performing on stage every single week. Get on board. Book your cruise today. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com. Go Buckeyes and beat cancer. This is the Elk and Elk Report on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Biggest one this week, Jim, as far as the two. Hope to get a healthy Travion Henderson back on the field. Yeah, and then make sure Emeka is 100% Mm because he does a lot, not only, you know, obviously catching the football as a receiver, but in the return game as our punt returner. But Travion is a guy that uh, didn't really expect that until we found out. Uh, you know, early on Saturday morning, and, and like I said, we were like cautious because he was going through warm up. Sure. So, to me, it doesn't appear to be a lower body uh, injury. So that's good news because his foot had been you know an issue uh, last year. So it doesn't appear to be that. Need to get him back in there because you know, like we saw in Notre Dame, he's that home run hitter. If you have him, and as Coach Day told us earlier, if if he had to go, one hundred percent had to go, he he could have. But just a bet best to hold cautious. him out last yep. week. How about Marvin Harrison? You think he's one hundred percent, Jim? Uh, I, he looked like it. Mm. You know, I mean, he, he made some plays. He didn't look like gimpy at all. Mm. To me, he looked 100%. And did he, maybe just had, I don't even know if he had his ankle taped up on the outside. Mm. Spatted. Our 2 deep report was presented by the Injury Lawyers at Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Time now for Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. After the Maryland win, lots of discussion about the Ohio State defensive efforts. We get more as we hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Thank you, Skip. So many times we recap a Buckeye win with great offensive performance interviews on this show and this was really a game about the defense Saturday against Maryland on homecoming. The Terrapins were held to 17 points, rushed for only 106 yards, passed for under 200 yards, and accounted for just over 300 yards of total offense. Pretty good for a Buckeye defense facing one of the best offenses, if not the best offense, statistically speaking, entering the game within the Big Ten. Trailing 10-0, Ohio State was able to get some momentum from the defense to start the scoring. Here's how it sounded right here with Paul Keels on our radio network. Tungabailoa gets the snap. Throws quickly on the right side. Intercepted! Intercepted by Proctor, who brings it to the right side, to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone for a touchdown on a pick 6. Proctor with a flag coming out. But Josh Proctor comes up with an interception and a pick 6. It would be his third career interception. Proctor joined me post-game outside the locker room. Congratulations on the pick six, your first career touchdown on a pick six. What are your feelings right now after a good day? I just feel good. We came out with a win. I feel like defense came out and played hard, and everybody stepped up when they needed to in critical moments, and we came out with the dub at the end of the day. That team was plus nine in turnover margin going into the game. You guys got them a couple of times and had a few more right there for the taking. But what pleased you most about the way, especially the secondary play? Uh, I think what pleased us the most is just us staying calm in the back end and knowing that our players would come, not trying to force anything, not trying to do anything extra, just letting them come to us and doing our job. When you made the pick and saw the end zone ahead, take me through your mind. Shoot, my first mind was just get there. My first thought was just get there, do not stop, don't slow down, just go. So that was the only thing that was running through my mind. I really didn't have much of this. 
Josh, when the going's tough as it was today, especially in that first half, things weren't going great. You guys were down 10 points at one point. They score of the opening drive of the second half. Your team continues to respond without the offense and playing great. What does that say about this team and where you guys are, even after a rusty off week into the next game? Uh, I think that just proves us that the brotherhood is real. Like We take that serious, and when the offense is not going, the defense got to step up. And when the defense isn't going, the offense got to step up. And our main goal is just to have each other's back in those moments, and that's what we did today. Congrats on the career highlight. Appreciate you. Thank you. Head coach Ryan Day commenting after the game about Josh Proctor's journey. I just called them out in the meeting, um, or in our, in our um, you know, little get together there in the locker room, because I think he's the best version of himself right now. Guy's been through a lot of ups and downs, injuries, things like that. And he's playing his best football. He's the best version of himself now. Now, in order for us to get to where we need to be in the next two months, uh, we're going to need him to play like that. You can't substitute experience, you know, and, and maturity. And um, I'm proud that he's playing like he is, but he's got to continue to stay on that that discipline. Another Buckeye that's been very integral with this defense, especially on the back end and his flexibility moving all around. Second-year Buckeye safety, Sonny Styles. Defensively, a big tip of the cap. How did it feel out there as a whole today? Uh, I feel like we were flying around. You know, uh, we had that uh, that messed up punt, so we uh, that kind of sucked early. We were hoping we could get a stop right there. But I think uh, after that, we, we kind of got ourselves together a little bit. Uh, I think, yeah, we should keep working and be consistent. When you see two defensive backs get turnovers, and hands-on balls, as Coach Day has often said about this group. What kind of pride and satisfaction does that bring to you and the group? Uh, I think that's really, really good. I think we really have something to prove. I think last year uh, we had a few times I feel like people were questioning us, questioning us as a DB unit, and I think uh, we, we play with a chip on our shoulders. I feel like we have something to prove every game, which we do. There's a lot to it. How does it feel? Is it comfortable to you now? We're five games in. Yeah, I'm comfortable. I think I just got to keep working, just stay consistent, and uh, just keep that keep that chip on your shoulder every week. You know, coming in every week starts on Sunday, all the way up to the game day on Saturday. Just keep that keep chip on your shoulder and stay consistent. That's a bit skip from the defensive side. Let's go back to you guys. All right, Matt, appreciate it. And Paul, it was great to see Proctor be recognized uh, by not just by his team, but from the Big Ten. And also shocking, another Buckeye, Marvin Harrison Jr., who was Offensive Player of the Week. In the I know, Big Ten. I know, a week that Northwestern won too. So you know, that's <laughs> usually the conspiracy theory. But you know, Proctor's been through so much. You know, broke his leg mm-hmm. in the Oregon game. Lost his starting job after the first game last season, mm-hmm. but great to see a guy like that playing the way he is. Coming up, our insiders access. Uh, Joey Kaufman of the Columbus Dispatch will stop by as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. And I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. 
As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Byers. Byers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two tickets to the big game. One bowl prize winner will be chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun casual joint and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. Hello, my name is Jessica Wright, first-time homeowner. Park National Bank knows that when you buy your first home, it's the little things that mean the most. On Saturday mornings, me and my son love to wake up. We make some breakfast together. And that financial decisions are deeply personal. I always love to hear my son say, Mom, I don't ever want to move. I want to stay here forever. At Park National Bank, what means a lot to you means a lot to us. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Fan, Ohio sports destination. This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Encova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. Joined now by Joey Kaufman of the Columbus Dispatch. And, Joey, we touched on it throughout the show, but uh, what has Ohio State shown you from its defense? And is this now where you can say improvements has finally been made on that side of the football for Ohio State this season? I think they're doing a really good job of not giving up the big play, the explosive play. Uh, I think the longest play from scrimmage that Maryland had last Saturday was, was 26 yards. I was looking up last year's box score earlier today they had four plays longer than that last year when they played in college park so those big plays in the back end where, where they they go over 30 40 yards those, those are, are really not happening all the month they've only allowed three plays this year longer than 30 yards that's the fewest in the country they've allowed none longer than 40 so i think that's it's a big reason why they're giving up so few points is the explosiveness they're allowing is just uh minimal you know, Joe, I'm looking at the uh, career pass reception records and career receiving and career touchdowns, and I think if Marvin stays another year, he could probably have all of those. So I think we need to start writing some articles about the benefits of Marvin coming back for another year. Can you get on that? That's going to be a short listicle, I think. Uh, good, good luck with that. That is, that is one, yeah. But when you think about watching what he's done, was it a surprise to you, Joey, to see that Maryland, as often as they did, just had one defender on him? 
they had one defender on him, and, and, and even some other situations, it seemed like maybe they, they forgot about him. He, he, when, when Marvin was talking about that first really big 58-yard catch he had in the second quarter where Rise was backed up toward its own end zone, he said that was a cover three situation where there was supposed to be a, a safety over the top, and that safety just dropped down. So even in the zone coverage where maybe some, some safety is supposed to help out, uh, didn't really quite do it the way he was supposed to, and that, that's why he was so open on that. That deep post, they, they ran out of their own end zone. Makes play calling very easy. You look out there and see one guy covering Marvin Harrison, throw him the football. Don't fool around. Throw him the football. And if they put two guys over there, then I'll be, you ought to be able to run the ball. They uh, say Kyle McCord was very smart on Saturday in terms of getting the ball Marvin's way. I think, I think, I think Marvin was targeted over 50% of uh, the time by, by Kyle McCord when he dropped back to pass. So you starting to see maybe the, the chemistry that they built in high school really starting to show where, where Kyle's looking his way and a lot of big plays. You know, you looked at uh, that first series for Ohio State. Uh, you know, they, they send in the punt team. Now, your view, our view from the press box looked like it was a, a direct snap to Cody Simon. But, you know, certainly when you look back and watch on the TV, you can think, oh, maybe that was a bad snap. What was your initial thought when that went uh, to Cody Simon? Well, I heard Ryan Day on your show earlier saying that he was uh, going to faint. Um, it certainly was eyebrow-raising because we all thought in the press box, too, that uh, it looked like a fake punt. It looked like a direct snap. Because yep. I, I, and it, it looked like a, maybe on, on replay that the the ball came out of the, the snapper's hands and, and bounced off the turf. But it, it went right to Cody Simon. So I had the impression that it was a fake. I think I, you understand maybe why it wasn't because nobody was really blocking no. Uh, like they were going to snap it to the up back, but it was it was certainly a bizarre situation, and and the explanation about a bad snap makes sense because it didn't look like Ohio State was ready to call a fake punt. You know, with all the discussion about Kyle McCord and how he's grown into the quarterback position, Joey, when you look at the fact that he's got one interception and one lost fumble, would it be safe to say that he's heeded the message that the coaching staff has offered up about protecting the football? Yeah, they talked a lot in the preseason about making routine plays routinely and, and he's done I think a nice job of, of of making a lot of those those simple reads, those simple throws and, and not really hurting yourself by having the big fluctuation uh or you, you have some really highly questionable calls or decisions that you're making in the pocket. So that's that's been I think certainly a feather in his cap early in the season that he just you haven't seen him really make some some really head scratching throws. You know, when you look at Ohio State's running back, you know, we didn't see Travion Henderson. We found that out. You know, so obviously you knew it was going to be a, a chip train with Mayan Williams. But we also thought maybe Dallin Hayden uh, would get some carries just because of his performance last year against the Terps. Are you surprised that he hasn't received a carry yet this year? A little bit. I was mainly surprised at how much they relied on chip training just because I mean, nobody on the team has gotten over 20 carries this year like he did against Maryland. He was certainly the the heavy feature bank. Even Mayan Williams only got six carries. And a lot of those came in the fourth quarter. So it seemed like they really wanted to give maybe Chip a shot and going at it. But they, they have a lot of depth at the position. It seems like they're trying to give guys a chance to get in rhythm. Um, and, and they need to figure out something in the running game because they're not having a ton of success on first and, and second down. I think it's put them in some, some third and longs too that, that are really kind of been problematic. So that, that's my best understanding is just – to try and maybe get some of their, their guys in a rhythm. Joey, it's funny hearing people debate things. Does Notre Dame's losing at Louisville on Saturday 
tarnish Ohio State's win in South Bend at all? I mean, if Louisville plays like they did on Saturday, they're not going to lose too many games. No, it'll be it'll be interesting this weekend too for for Notre Dame because if Notre Dame comes back and, and beats USC in South Bend, then all of a sudden maybe Ohio State's win over the Irish couple weeks will start to look better. So it could tend to be a week to week thing. I mean, Notre Dame's got two losses now. If if they end up ten and two, I think uh, it'll still be a quality win. And Notre Dame had some tough losses last year where they lost to Marshall, uh, but overall at the end of the season, it still ended up being a quality win for. Ohio State, when the selection committee evaluated them, and they, they counted it as a ranked win. So I think that that will, will matter for a bit where Notre Dame ends up in those final CFP rankings. Joey Kaufman of the Columbus Dispatch. You know we always appreciate your time. Fans around the state can check out your work at dispatch.com. Thank you, Joey. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Up next, unbelievably, we hit the... Uh the final segment, which seems like we just started. Uh, we'll wrap things up with some chalk talk, getting you ready for Ohio State at Purdue on Saturday. That is next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. Alrighty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Marathon has some great news about the number five, so I'm going to say it five times in five different ways. Join Marathon Rewards and earn up to $5 in rewards on your first visit. Join and earn five cents in rewards for every gallon you buy. Join in as little as five seconds. Join to make five friends jealous. Join and get high fives. It's easy to sign up at the station or go to MarathonRewards.com. By joining with your phone number, you are agreeing to receive recurring automated informational marketing SMS slash MMS messages from Marathon. Consent not required for purchase. Messaging and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can be customized to fit your unique needs. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit AEPenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio. Hello, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Wolf Foundation Endowed Athletic Director at The Ohio State University. In partnership with AEP, Donato's, Huntington, Kroger, The Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, 
and 10TV, Ohio State Athletics strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag BuckeyesCare. Hey there, Buckeye fans. Coach Day here. When you're getting ready for game day, make sure you start with the Kroger app. The app gives you easy access to weekly sales and personalized coupons, and you can earn fuel points too. And best of all, when you shop with the app, you'll enjoy the same low prices you'd find in-store. So check out the app and save while you're cheering us on to another great season. Kroger, fresh for everyone, and go Buckeyes. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Buyers Auto Group has been serving Central Ohio and the surrounding areas since 1897. Their relationship doesn't stop when you buy a car. It starts. So come see why it's better to buy at Buyers, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable. Chalk Talk. Cannot believe we're in the final segment of the show. It, it, evening has just flown by. Ohio State at Purdue on Saturday. We'll start with the delivery of the game as far as each one of you three, as far as who must deliver the most from Ohio State for the Buckeyes to bring a win back home. Running backs. How about that? Running backs to keep the clock moving, keep the ball away from Purdue's offense, and kind of help assist in an area that people are looking to get a little more at production out of. No, rushing attack. I agree with you, Paul. That that has to be. And it's going to, you know, whoever it is. Uh, but Get some movement. We're averaging 131 yards a game, just over four yards per carry. It's got to be better than that, and they need to get that running game cranked up, especially when you get into November when you get some bad weather games. The defensive backs got to keep playing like they played last mm-hmm. week. We got to be sound in the secondary, not give up big plays, and get a couple more turnovers. Jim, back to the running game. Is it fair to, to, to it always going to start with the O line, but is it, is it, does the blame go there, or is it a combination of them and the backs and just maybe the plays? Well, sometimes, you know, your back's got to be a hero, you know what I mean? And, and BYOB, be your own blocker. Uh, and But you can't ask them to is do that. Is that what that means? <laughs> I always thought it was something else. Well, Naturally. You know, yeah. <laughs> Molar guy, you would figure that out. I should know that at St. Henry, too, to be honest yeah, with you. <laughs> but no, sometimes you got to go out there and make a play, even when it isn't blocked. Though, but he can't do. You can't count on that a lot of the time. So it, you know, it's just it's number counts. It's getting movement at the line point. It, it it hasn't changed. You got to get movement on the defensive line, and you got to get come off and, and pick up the backers. It's it's the same old thing. I'm seeing a lot of stalemates at the line of scrimmage, and when you don't get movement. Uh, the linebackers can fill. There, uh, we've talked about it a couple of times this evening. There have been a lot of not so memorable moments for Ohio State in West Lafayette. Really going back to '84 with the infamous late down marker flip. A couple of years, a couple of those years, Coach Cooper, you can attest to this. Purdue had good teams, but other years, not so much the case. Not so much the case, but when uh, when they had the good teams, plus Drew Brees, yeah. that makes it a little he's, tougher he's, he's over okay. there. Yeah, yeah. he's an all time. Well, when he graduated, they, they don't they don't have the talent we have. No. There's no question about it. We they cannot beat us. We can beat ourselves, but Purdue cannot beat us. I remember going over there when Coach Tressel was coaching. I think it was the game where Terrell Pryor had like four turnovers, mm-hmm. and still mm-hmm. Ohio State almost won the game, but didn't. Yeah, last year they had Connell, Charlie Jones, uh, who's with the Bengals now, you know, really stepped up and had a heck of a career year there, and which led to him getting drafted. But they don't, yeah, they have a, 
Now, Hudson Card, you know, came in with a, a pretty good mm-hmm. resume starting in Texas, but it just hasn't all clicked yet. But, you know, as you know, it, it, strange things can happen over there. So count yeah. on your defense to go out there and bail you out. You can't, you can't let it hang around. you got to put them away before exactly. the fourth quarter. Right. Any, anything could happen late in the game in the fourth quarter. And they got the train <laughs> on the sidelines, right? <laughs> Big drama. <laughs> Purdue, a different look under Ryan Walters. Where have you seen the biggest differences? Uh, good question. Just uh, finished watching earlier today their game from last week. They just don't seem to have a game-breaking type of offensive player that jumps out at you. Um, they've always had a wide receiver that can seemingly take charge, a quarterback that can take over a game. And Sheffield's a good wide receiver. Um, Burks has been a pretty good wide receiver. I don't think he got used that much this past weekend. But they just, nicked up a little bit in that game, but that's why I think he's, he came back and finished. But uh, they just don't have that kind of, that big sizzle offensive player they've had before. No, they don't. They had a tackle. They got hurt. Uh, Bo, uh, their right tackle, got, uh, got carted off at the Iowa game, so they'll have to you know find a new right tackle. They had uh, Ben Farrell, uh, a sophomore, or actually a graduate behind him, 6'4", 310". Uh, we'll see if he ends up being a guy. Garrett Miller, their tight end, is pretty decent. He can make some plays and has shown that. But they just don't, you know, Mockaby, yeah. Tracy, they're two, kind of two-headed rushing attack. Tracy's got the ability, both of those guys, to catch the ball out of the backfield. But, you know, at two and four, they just haven't been able to put it on. How about that quarterback? you got to have a quarterback. Yeah. He's, he's not bad. Yeah. Coach Cooper, I, I know how Lachey is going to answer this, so I'll ask you. I, I know they practice on it, but this will be the first game, maybe the only game this season, played on grass. Does it make a difference? I don't think it makes a difference. I mean, you, you, you practice on grass a lot. We, mm-hmm. we, we got the great, greatest practice facilities in college yeah. football. There's five fields out there. You, you want AstroTurf, you practice on this field. You want grass, you practice over here. I don't think that affects the game at all. They practice on grass a lot. I know. Uh, they, that's prefer, <laughs> you know, so it's not, a, it's not a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal. That's some of the best turf uh, in the country. It's been like that since the 70s when that prescription <laughs> athletic turf, PAT, <laughs> that they came up out there. And then they have a system down where they, they can take an inch of rain and, uh, you know, suck it all with the pumps, get it all out of there, and never have an issue. We hope we don't see an inch of rain. Right. Especially our sideline reporter, Matt Andrews. That's okay. He's all right. He won't melt. And we, we've seen it before, too, Paul. I mean, we brought it up as early game. I guess the importance is getting off to a good start, especially on the road. Well, and we can recall, too, a number of years ago being over there and being in the same hotel with the team where Mickey Marotti was banging the doors oh, we'll at like 4 a.m. We'll Just get them, get them awake, get them moving, and get them <laughs> on their feet. Be ready for the early wake-up call. All right, closing moment, Buckeyes in the NFL. Well, tonight we got the uh, Packers and the Raiders. And wouldn't you know, we got a couple offensive linemen uh, for the Packers. Josh Myers, the center. So we want to make sure we keep an eye on him. He's had a heck of a career so far. And then with the Raiders, forgot about Thayer Munford Jr. over there playing a little tackle. So that'll be fun to watch. C.J. Stroud. How about that? 177 pass attempts. Uh, zero interceptions. NFL That's record. NFL record right there. So off to a fantastic start. Got a lot of faith. Uh, the, the Texans got a lot of faith in him. We talked about this four weeks ago when they named him the captain. But now he's starting to lead on the field. And uh, some good things are happening for C.J. Stroud, Stroud right now. Let's hope it continues. All right. Coach Cooper, always great spending Monday evenings with you. Thanks for coming on down hey, here. Good to be here, guys. Just, good to be here. Right. It was good to see the Bengals get a win yesterday. Coach yes, Cooper, I know, had a lot of time down there as well. But good to see them bounce back and get yeah, a much-needed victory. So it was, Number it was one's awesome. a pretty good wide receiver there, too. Yeah, not, not bad. Record-setting day. Yeah. So Ohio well, State well. and Purdue on Saturday. A free, as always, here on on the radio we look forward to bringing it to you on saturday afternoon from west lafayette indiana
So check out Harry's Chocolate Shop if you go to West Lafayette, Indiana. The kids say it's a great place. It's all good stuff. Does Coach Cooper have Peacock in his household? I don't know. I don't. I don't believe so. He'll be listening to you on the radio on Saturday, Paul. Uh, tonight's show has been presented by Buyers Auto and brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance, the American Dairy Association Mideast, and by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. For our producer tonight, Bodie Wells, and for Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, and Coach Cooper, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from...